What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. Football is officially, officially back. No more teasing it this time. We are here. We are previewing all things college football for the year. You're going to get some snippets of our SNS League Fantasy Football Draft that are awesome. And we're going to preview another division this week. We have the NFC North for you guys and all our normal segments as well. Thanks so much for listening. Love you guys. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Looking like you just graduated. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. And I like it, show me a place I can buy it. But you priceless, superwoman, no sidekick. Dress game like science, girl, you all plus, no minus. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. If you are new here, my name is Kendra Middleton. I'm joined by Haley DeMello and our producer, Tyler. Um, please feel free to like and subscribe if you are new here or if you just haven't already or you're my mom and I don't think you know how to do that. So hang up right now, this show, call me and I'll tell you how. Um, but anyways, we are going to start our show as we always do, which is with our HLH, which is our high of the last week, low of the last week and hero of the last week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you. Tyler, no surprises from you. You're high, no. please. Across the board, so high, low, and hero, college football, it's just a spectrum of emotions. Uh, we're back, and I I'm, I'm, couldn't be more excited. All right. That knocked that out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, did you – I didn't really put any notes from the games last night in. Do you have any thoughts from yesterday? Um, biggest takeaway, I think, was Utah is better than I thought they were question mark they might be me too that or florida's like even worse than i thought they were i think it's but i think it's kind of a mix between the two um i was worried for utah because they didn't have rising last night but their backups were very serviceable i I thought they they were pretty impressive uh it's gonna be interesting to see what it's what they got going on when he's back but florida's bad Graham Mertz is bad the play calling is what stood out as the worst to me though that the offensive play calling was just god awful it was they one also... of those games where I was on the phone with Tyler and was not watching the game, but very much had a sense on how it was going down based on his verbal and audible reactions yeah. to Florida. I will say yeah. one credit to Florida, their defense, I think, looked improved from last yeah. year. Yeah, I just can't believe like the coaching carousel that they've gone through over the last couple of seasons to just inevitably wind up here. I obviously want to cheer for ETN just because I love Travis so much so that I like I I cheer for their run game just for him. I hate Florida just because I grew up a Gator. If you're new here, I have daddy issues. I went to the right orange and blue in the SEC, blah, blah, blah. The end. Um, I feel like I, I said this on Twitter last night and Tyler, I know you responded, but I feel like Graham Mertz was at Wisconsin since Vietnam and now he's at Florida and I'm like how is this kid only 22 how does he still have eligibility I feel like we were a freshman at the same time which like honestly we might have been like close to Uh, it I don't fucking know I think he was a COVID uh, class I think he was a freshman in 2020 was he I think so four years ago no there's no shot I think he might have been he might have been a redshirt freshman that might have been his second year but the first year he was active I don't know. I feel like that period of time just is such a blur that we don't remember 
it as years you know yeah. like you just feels see, like you yeah. forever I thought it was so ballsy that Utah came out first play goes for a 70 yard chuck touchdown money parks is a fire name especially for an that's 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 an athlete name that's an athlete motherfucking name i'm gonna circle back to him whenever he's eligible for the draft i think that utah might outperform people's expectations like i know that they're ranked and whatnot but i thought that you know i'm an sec truther though you know you know yeah the the pac-12 i think and it's sad to say because it's the last year they're existing. Yeah. They, at least on the offensive side, they've got a good, like, few teams. So they've got, like, five teams that could legitimately win the Pac-12 this year. Yeah, I don't disagree. I also uh, had in our notes that the ACC gained Stanford, Cal, and SMU, which is – I hate this Wild. for <laughs> student-athletes so much. Haley, you work in, like, college athletics. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, conference realignment is very, I guess I have a different take on it, especially coming from New England, and Tyler and I have discussed it at length because I I find it so fascinating, and it is really impactful to so many aspects of a department, whether it be, you know, like sponsorship or, you know, rules and standards and all that good stuff. Um, and coming from New England, we deal with a lot of like those smaller conferences. So like the CAA has moved around and obviously we're seeing the same in other big 12, big 10 situations. I don't know. It makes, it makes me nervous. And the thing that sucks is like, I'm a big, big tw- Pac-12 after dark advocate. <laughs> I love the Pac-12 after dark and it makes me sad. Yeah. Like, this is our last year of that. And yeah. I just always kind of root for the little guys. Be- I, and again, maybe that's just because I've always worked in smaller conferences, the America East, like those small little conferences have a special place in my heart. So I don't know. It sucks to see all the movement and it's definitely going to change all aspects of conference realignment yeah and it's gonna impact it like football whatever that's not really gonna affect them it's it affects the the other sports exactly we're gonna see probably in a few years you're gonna see some schools have to cut programs because there's just not enough money to have them travel from across the country well even if you look at at, soccer or something i don't know if you look at kendra and i's alma mater unh they compete in four different conferences amongst Which their sports right now. Like amongst their sports right now. The CAA, America East, Eastern Athletic Eastern Atlantic Gymnastics League, and I'm missing one, but they're hockey East. So like yeah, there's the four different the most, yeah, <laughs> the most obvious one, right? Duh. <laughs> like it's just nuts. And that that's the thing. Like I think we're gonna start seeing these separate divisions even for certain sports. Like gymnastics. That wouldn't shock me if they if more places started adopting that. Go more, which it could very well happen. The football could leave the NCAA. It makes everything so much more but. complicated. My, well, my thought process is like I feel bad for the students, particularly and especially like people who are going into intense careers. And I realize that this is an extreme example, but this affects such a broader aspect of this. This is just an example that I'm giving. I think of the traditional kid that you think about that goes to Stanford and it is a student athlete, right? Like they might want to be a lawyer. They might want to be a doctor. They might want to go into some crazy science or biology or like whatever the fuck. Right. And it's like, you're now going to have this kid who 
goes to school for something super laborious and is a student athlete who's now going to have to, on a random Thursday for a volleyball match, fly to Clemson and back while missing exams and falling behind on school and being in different time zones. Like that's being a student athlete is a hard enough thing to juggle in one time zone, let alone all of this extra fucking pressure and shit you're putting on these kids. It's actually, and like the big teams get the breaks. They get the exam because there's so much pressure and there's a lot Mm -hmm. of external factors. So like football is not going to have to worry about it. Hockey, certain places, like all of the big sports aren't good. Yeah. They're not gonna have to worry about it at certain schools, but I think about, you know, the backup on some smaller team or whatever that's there to, or a kid who's on scholarship or whatever the fuck on a smaller scale and i'm just like this sucks and it's all to make money and these colleges already make so much money Mm -hmm. and they just don't care about the students to the same degree like these kids aren't on nil yeah yeah it's all money they also have to think too like i can't i can't help but think of like the women in sports too like the women's student athletes that realistically if we look at the numbers i mean even male athletes as well the the margin to making it professionally is so small so they have to get a degree in something. They have to get a career after college. Like it's realistically probably not going to be continuing to play your sport at a level that will, you know, be enough for you to make a living and have your bills paid realistically. And just, I don't know, a lot of the, even especially the, exactly to your point, there, these women's student athletes, like they're going to have to travel too and, and have their schedules all changed up. And I don't know, just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of women's sports, y'all see the scenes from that um, volleyball game the other day, the Nebraska game? Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. All right. I feel like that knocked out all of Tyler's high-low and hero in one go of it, so that was good. As I tried Um, to do. Haley, hi. Hi. I'm going to call it audible. I think my high is that I went to the Red Sox game super last minute the other night. Um, with some coworkers, and the socks suck. Nothing new, but I had a lot of fun, and I just like thought I would have one night to just have a great time with my coworkers before the season starts, before we get into college football. Um, and we had a blast, so that was pretty. Oh fun. yeah, and I get to see you twice this upcoming weekend. Which I know is that's kind of crazy. What are y'all doing? Yeah. Anything fun? Tomorrow we're going to a charity concert and then on Monday we are this was going to be my entire PLL segment this week. Oh, we're going yeah. to Gillette for the PLL playoffs. <laughs> Roll Woods, baby. Good audible. Um, my high is that my cousin's wedding was so fun. So fun. I had I have you guys ever had a Puerto Rican hooker? Excuse the me? shot, the no. shot. No, I can't, <laughs> can't say, say that I have. have. <laughs> I think it's a Wisconsin thing, um, mm. but it's basically a pickleback with tequila and it rocks. Oh, yum. I had a lot of those. And Haley, I had double digit drink of our people. Oh, good for you, Chief. Good for you. I did yeah. not have one at the Red Sox. Game Remind the people night. what the drink of our people is. <laughs> Vodka Red Bull, baby. Sugar-free, specifically. Sugar-free. Yes. He knows if you have it. I also will accept. Uh, I did I tequila Red Bull, though. 
So, oh, tequila Red Bulls. That's it's a it's a wedding, baby. We went to a Red Bull event a couple months ago, and they were doing like kettle one sugar free Red Bulls, and they were so good. I am, if you know me, IRL, I am like the healthiest eater I know. Like, I have That's a fair brag, a, a thing of green juice right here. I'm drinking a prebiotic soda. I'll go into my low. I got COVID, okay? I was at a wedding with 350 fucking people. I'm not, it's fine. It's whatever. It's embarrassing. Fine. My hero, though, is that I think I'm not saying I am not a doctor. I'm not a fucking doctor, okay? I'm putting that out there. But 24 hours. I felt like a new person, green juice, probiotics, and I took a lysine with like zinc and vitamin C and shit. And What's this I, oil of oregano thing? Oil of oregano. That. Also, yeah, it's like a natural antibiotic. It's literally okay. what it sounds like. It is oregano oil. And you cannot take a lot of it, like four drops, swish it around in water, dilute it. It will hurt if you don't and don't take too much of it because it'll fuck up your stomach. Do your research. I'm not a doctor, dude, mm. but I'm just saying and I covered myself in ice when I slept and 24 hours. It doesn't sound like it right now because it just that's part of. No, you do sound much better than you did, though. That's part of the journey. But I don't know. Fuck around and find out, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Haley, what is your low and hero? And then I will go to my other low. My low and Tyler, I don't care what the fuck you say. I know there are some things going on with the moon right now. There's a lot of planets mm-hmm. in retrograde. If you mm-hmm. know that he's blue. Um, I'm just that's not I'm, that's not how that works. No, it's not. What? But it's, I'm just it, I was just gonna ignore of the moon it. No, no, I was gonna even? ignore it and, and just <laughs> a blue a blue moon is when there's two full moons in one month, Tyler. It's not because the moon is blue. <laughs> Wow. That explains That's... why I looked at the moon and was disappointed <laughs> that it was not blue the other night. <laughs> like, they lied to me. You were bamboozled. I was bamboozled. Why do you think it's because people are always, like, once in a blue moon? Because yeah. I thought the moon was just blue. Like, there's, like, eclipses. I thought it was Nailed the same. It. I don't know. Yes. Honestly, the logic is pretty flawless. If they're yeah. going to say it's a blue moon, I expect the color to Tyler's change. like, that better be a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, continue. Um, anyway, um, I've just been in like yesterday and today. I'm in like a slump, dude. Not I'm to like... be that bitch. It's because the full moon was in Pisces and you have Pisces heavy placements, my dear. Yeah, I know. I'm just kind of like uh... you're supposed to be moody and hating everyone. I literally am just very not myself the last couple days. And it's fine. I got I forced myself to get out of bed and do the pod today. So I'm here. And how you and feeling? Thriving. I am okay. I'm excited to be with my best pals. Um, My hero, this is breaking news, but but so as everyone knows, I'm, you know, kind of the basketball girly on the show (laughs) and the FIBA World Cup is happening right now, which is like, okay, yeah, kind of like it's not no FIFA World Cup, if you know what I'm saying, but it's an exciting opportunity for us. Sorry. It's uh, a good opportunity for us to see some international basketball, which I always find interesting. You know, it's so America centric um, sometimes. And obviously we have the European League, which is great, but it's a good chance for everybody to go up against each other um, from their home countries. And Brazil with the upset this morning 
against Canada. Dylan Brooks getting absolutely dunked on <laughs> to close it out. Um, a huge upset. Huge upset. And uh, we've had some beef with Canada on the show in the last couple of weeks. Um, Toronto is out in my book. Um, so shout out Brazil. Well done. Makes things Didn't interesting. Fun to watch. The U.S. almost lose to like Montenegro this morning. Yeah, I mean that would also That's be like, kind of iconic. Day. That would be kind of iconic. I don't know. I kind of wish that happened. That would. I. Although, I root is for it Bobby chaos Portis on Team USA right now? Yeah, I believe. So. Jk, I don't wish that on Bobby P. Um. All right, my other low. I talked to these two about this the other day, but I hope he doesn't listen to this. And if you do, I'm sorry, but we have no secrets and I'm not going to say your name. Um, And I don't think, yeah, you know, yeah, we're good. We're Gucci. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we, I would turn this off now. We, <laughs> I flew to Milwaukee last week for my cousin's wedding. And I sat next to this nice guy um, on my flight. Like he was just a guy I didn't have interest in him like that but he gave me his card because he was going to a wedding and I was like oh you know like my friends your friends we can meet up and get a drink wasn't really I was being naive and thinking like he just wasn't hitting on me he was just like being a bro because I you know whatever um and so I guess his flight got canceled on Sunday so he texted me and he was like because I gave him my card too, just to be nice, like, you know, the casual exchange, whatever. Uh, and he was like, hey, my flight was canceled. Like, I'm going to go out and get a few beers. If you guys are still going out, let me know. And it was like me and one of my friends and my mom going out. And then one of me and Haley's friends and his girlfriend were supposed to meet up with us. But he wound up falling asleep or something. So there was supposed to be a bunch of us. And then this kid shows up and everything's fine. He got way too drunk and I went to like hug him by and be like nice to meet you whatever at like when my mom and I's uber was there and he like tried to kiss me and I had to like awkwardly like pull away from him because that was just like not the vibe and not what I was expecting and it was really awkward and I hated it and I went home and he was like nice to meet you whatever and like just blew up my phone the entire night being like you're so cute. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Like sending me pictures, like drunk texting me. And I was just like, this is my nightmare. Like, why, uh, why am I so stupid? Like, why did I not think this man was into me on this flight? I'm so dumb. Uh, I just, yeah, that was, a, the, and my, one of my friends said he looks exactly like David Spade and he does. So that was my blow. Yeah. RIP. Um, that's all I got. The end. That was beautiful. Very well summarized, buddy. Don't you think that, okay, you can talk shit about me for a second. That is a flaw of mine. I never know when someone's hitting on me. If it's like. Yeah, no, that's. If I'm actually getting rizzed up, I have no idea. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think so, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, no, Tino Shade, but for sure. Yeah, I literally, I'm the worst about it. I'm just like, oh yeah, what a bro. Like, hell yeah. You are also a grade A asshole magnet. If you've ever been out with Kendra and it's not her own, like, it's not her fault. Nance has a similar issue, but assholes just magnet. I can sniff those guys out though. It's the nice guys that hit on me that I'm like, oh yeah, they're such a nice guy. Like, what a dude. And then the assholes, I'm like, fuck you, bitch. I don't like, what is my issue? so good uh yeah so you know it's yeah fuck it whatever um 
All right. Any other comments? I'm good, Chief. Okay. Before we get into our inevitable NFL mega show <laughs> and just a mega football show, we're not talking about anything Big football. else. Football's back. Big football yeah. show. Big football show. I took all our PLL notes out. I'm going to be making a couple videos. So just if you want PLL stuff, go to my Instagram by Sunday afternoon. I'll have two videos there for you. That's all I'm going to say. We will post on YouTube too if you feel like it. And yeah. follow us for live game day updates since we will be there in person. So follow us. Yeah, on our we will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, actually, we could pick winners. We'll do that for our PLL segment. We'll pick. We'll pick our game favorites quickly. Um, I wanted to maybe throw in some clips from our draft last night here. So we're gonna get into that, and then we'll kind of recap it in a second. Um, so yeah, we're gonna hop into any funny clips from our draft here. Oh yeah. Huh. Wow, that was fast. My heart's beating out of my chest. Yes, <laughs> Willie, with the Modelo. Is that a 40? It is fucking Thursday. Let's go. I love it. I love it. It's Modelo, and he's on mute. Listen, Damn. we got NFL draft. <laughs> Yo, fuck Turn yeah. Up. Look at that thing. I love All it. All right, well, Moraid's not here, yeah, so. Moraid's not here. I'm a yeah. Rookie of the year, okay. probably. Uh, I'm the biggest Jets. Hard Knocks guy ever. With the 40 ounce Modelo, Willie on Jeez, auto drive. Let's go, MVP bro. of the league. So fuck, Haley. <laughs> Wait, is it my turn again? Holy shit. Yeah, he's gonna be ready for week one. We're Gucci. I think Steve. I think Steve will never respect my journalistic credibility ever again. <laughs> Yes, Willie. Roast his ass. Hey, Willie. Willie, you can't be on mute. I need to hear it. How, how are you roasting me by saying that? Because, Steve, your entire life is a roast. I just, oh, I just don't God. think so ever Burn. As, a, as a prominent either football or soccer journalist. Will, you're you're up, bro, by the way. He's <laughs> auto-drafting. Nah, Why? I thought that was Danny. No, who's ayahuasca? No, I'm good. I'm auto. I'm auto. I don't know. No, I don't know if you are, Will. Because wouldn't it I'm say? Fine. I'm fine. No, uh, for the first round, it'll. Trust the process. Yeah, it'll turn off. Trust the process. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. Haley, I am not fat blunt. Why are you not sharing that with anybody? I'm sorry, guys. Ready? Because her balls don't fit in her pants, are you okay? Wait, Haley, that got is it? a fat-ass blunt. You got that it? That is a huge blunt. Southie Adams, Willie. They're my favorites. Oh, Highly recommend. Jason is locked the fuck in right now. Do you want it? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta pass the blunt to Nance. Yes! <laughs> Nancy's hitting the blunt! Mom's hitting the blunt! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck just took Mahomes? Nance, we are, causing, we are causing chaos over here in the DeMello household. The DeMello household just taking quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Old in the strategy. second round. Yo, we, we're being bold. Is anybody else? That's not correct. Okay, no, we're, we're right there. I'll be honest, I watch volleyball, not this football. You have, any locks, Will, and you have any volleyball locks? <laughs> yeah, Willie, hit us with the volleyball bets. Yeah, team. No, no, no. I'm an Auburn guy, so I'm a UMass 
Auburn type of guy. Hugh Freeze will fuck <laughs> Hugh Freeze will fuck anything under. That Kendra is that's, that's true. I, that is actually. a fact. Yeah, okay. Wow. Um Does does Dalvin Cook love anybody or no? Does he what? Is Dalvin Cook normal or no? Oh no, Jason. Juju. Yeah, that was the name. Shout out, Juju. Shout out. No. Shout out. Juju's going to miss a month of the season. Early. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yes, Nancy. He will be. He will be back. Queen. You you take that Homer pick. I like it. Dude, dude, Nancy's cooking over here. I'm surprised she. Wait, did she take a quarterback already? Oh, yeah, she took Mahomes. Yeah. Nancy's rocking a pack of Marlboro lights, like three sheets of paper with notes. She's got something cooking, I'm telling you. She's yeah. ready. Yeah. She's ready. Nancy's hand rolling her cig right now. Can you do a Jared Stidham like Texans jo- joke? He plays for the Broncos, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. You're doing great. Who left? Willie? Yeah, it was Will. What the fuck? Modelo was too much for him. So, Kendra, how did you pick Dallas Goddard Because I told you, I take one Jaguar, if any, because I don't want to fucking hate my life. Um, and this year, I needed Calvin because I've talked so much shit on the internet. Yeah, that was honestly so bold. I was not expecting a Jags pick from you at all. I usually don't draft a Jag, but I've talked so much fucking bullshit that I had to take Calvin. Where the fuck did Willie go? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Willie Good really came, he came in, was like, I'm drunk as fuck. I'm going to cause some <laughs> chaos <laughs> and leave. Auto draft and leave. How's that this team looking? Probably like shit. Josh um, Dobbs. He acquitted himself pretty well last year. Is he the ayahuasca dealer? What's his fucking team name? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He got Justin it's honestly, it's honestly not bad. Dude, I had to make myself throw up in the Denver airport from a liquid edible trying to sleep on my flight, and it was brutal. I, oh, same, Kendra. My, I, two months ago, flight to Italy. I was fucking having a terrible time on the play. I was in the bathroom for like probably 25 minutes, just trying not to die. I had to make, Patrick will appreciate this. I had to make Hayden play the national anthem for me on repeat so I could throw up in the Denver airport. Been there with me. I mean, who hasn't had that happen? Yeah, Haley has also had to play me the national anthem, but in the Nashville airport. In multiple cities and locations. National anthem, that's hilarious. Dude, the national anthem makes me vomit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I laughed the first time she told me it, and I don't laugh <laughs> that's anymore. That's so serious. That's so funny. That is actually <laughs> so fucking good. That's good, that's good to Dude, know. Maraid put me on that. She said that, like, if you are, like, sick as fuck and need to throw up and you put on the national anthem, it'll make you throw up, and it sure as fuck does. <laughs> Dude, I will never forget being somewhere in a hotel, laying in bed, listening to the national anthem in the bathroom, and just in between, <laughs> like, <laughs> national anthem. 
I'm about to do something I can't come back from. I'm just gonna <laughs> let everybody know now. I, I, I disavowed this person. <gasps> You're about no, to no, no, don't do it, you? Ryan. You no, motherfucker. I considered it. <laughs> oh, as, as a general Ryan? manager, no, Ryan, don't team, do it. Don't it do must it. be done. Yes. I did it. No! Oh, rip. Oh, oh my god, I didn't I don't want to do it. I oh. I just I didn't want to do it. If he fell to me, what am I supposed to do? I need a tomato, tomato, tomato. Hold on. <laughs> Friends, we need to pause. Tyler, Nancy wants you to know that Kirk Cousins is still on the board for you yeah. to take. Tyler, Kirk. Oh walk into traffic. <laughs> Tyler would rather not have a quarter. Tyler, would you rather start Anthony Richardson or Kirk Easily. Cousins? Without question. Or <laughs> any hesitation. It's Kirk all day. Kirk O'Bans. All right, we're, we're hopping back in. Yeah, we're all, we're hopping back in right here. I'm going to look people up and who they drafted really quick last night. But if if you just watched some of the highlights from that, you obviously saw Willie in the Zoom. Willie just texted our fantasy football group chat. It is Friday at 1.30. Who let me in the Zoom last night? He was the one to text in and ask where the Zoom link was. At the was very beginning. Because yeah, he was he drunk it. and wanted to hang out. <laughs> didn't, didn't even draft. <laughs> Did not. Set it on auto-draft. auto Had like a 40-ounce Modelo and was just booling with the boys. And then yeah. disappeared halfway through without <laughs> saying goodbye to anybody. Just tried to Irish did. goodbye in the middle yeah. of a Zoom call. <laughs> kind of how like. epic. But I'm convinced that Willie is going to win this league. I don't care yeah. how bad his team is. And it's bad. He got Anthony Richardson. Yeah, he got him very late, though. I, I was kind of looking at him before he took him. How crazy. How crazy. Um, Big takeaways from the draft last night. Do you guys have any? Dude, honestly, I'm gonna shout out Nance. Uh, if you didn't, yeah, it, it was Nance's first ever fantasy football draft. Nance is my mom. Um, uh, we hung out together and did it together so she could see how to do it. And some of the wildest picks, some of the bolder picks for sure. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. but you know, I think all credit to her, she really gave her gave it her best go. And I'm gonna I, give you guys Nancy's roster. Really yeah, quick. why don't you read it off real quick? So Nancy's team name is the Icon. She has a pink helmet with like Dalmatian print and a crown. It's iconic as fuck. If you haven't heard the story of Nancy going to the NFL draft with the whole SNS squad and raging in a bikini drinking vodka at 11 a.m. at the Chainsmokers, Haley's mom is literally an icon. Okay, this is Nancy's team. Honestly, her team's kind of fucking good. Like, this is so iconic. And it was just like, I, I don't know if there's any way for you to, can you see the order she picked them in? Because that was the best part. Like, I'm just going to screenshot this and text it to Tyler right now so he can put it in and you yeah, guys I'll throw can it on. read And if you listen to this as a podcast, I'm so sorry, which most of you do. I'll just rattle off her starters and Tank Bigsby. She's got Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Damian Harris, Juju Smith-Schuster, Zay Flowers, George Kittle, Tyler Higby, the Bills D, and Evan McPherson. And she's got Zeke Elliott, Tank Bigsby, like Aaron Rodgers, Hunter Renfro, Robbie Gould. Like, Nance kind of fucking bullshit. Dude, I'm bad. telling you. The bench dude, is a little thin, but the starters are kind of good. Dude, she, she Nance kind of slaps. icons. She picked icons. The name rings true. Like, like the, the Tank pick 
and like way early for her bench was so good. The We're juju gonna... pick was funny. The too. Juju, pick. juju and Zeke. She's gonna have a tough time with bye weeks, but she'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, other takeaway, we're gonna cut out 90% of it for sure. Uh, but yep. us harassing Ryan for yep. taking Deshaun Watson. Don't Absolutely worry. Horrible. We did. We are bullying uh, him actively. We heckled. We heckled for sure. Yeah. Are still and heckling. I honestly yeah. think that it would have I on it would have been less dramatic if he didn't give the speech beforehand yeah. i think the speech yeah. definitely was detrimental mm. to that mm-hmm. he stepped in the shoes of what we were trying to do to steve yes <laughs> yeah he, he took Which the you attention never away want from to steve. do you <laughs> never want to take the attention away from steve that's oh. never something you should aim for also well, jason props to him not knowing the Jonathan Taylor situation was classic. Oh, good. So it was good. so good. I love it. Yeah, him. can you rattle off Ryan's team real quick? Ryan's Ryan's <laughs> team is probably the most douchebaggery team. Did he actually I, draft uh, Kareem Hunt too? I think he, he might have. I think he, he, he drafted Adam Thielen him, but... for the meme because Adam Thielen's uh headshot <laughs> is so good. All right. It's Deshaun Watson, Dalvin Cook. Josh Dobbs, or no, not Josh Dobbs. Sorry, I'm blind. It's J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Cooper Cup, Garrett Wilson, Kyle Pitts, Devonta Smith, Eagle C, Justin Tucker, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Sky Moore, uh, Deuce Vaughn, Zay Jones, Mike Kosicki, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. That's his team. Deuce Vaughn pick. That's a good team, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I don't don't hate it as much as I remember. It has potential. But it's just... It's kind of boomy or busty, but... Same with my team, though. I play Ryan Definitely, week one, yeah. too. I don't know. I think I play Willie week one. <laughs> oh, word. Uh, yeah. The more I look at my team, the more I hate it. I'm Nance a big fan Steve of my team. I feel like I kept devastated. it pretty safe, though. I need my bench to not play like it's 2014. Me. Or two, honestly. Fuck it. I think you need them to play like it's 2014. Yeah, I do. With, with uh, Slants yeah, I have and, Ode- uh, OBJ. Yeah, I have Odell. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'm projected to beat Willie by three points. I, I had a last-minute change of heart last night and snuck Jamal into my RB2 spot over... Who did I move down? I got Calvin Ridley. Over and Isaiah that... Pacheco, but now I'm like, did it? I don't know. I like I, Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco's great, yeah. I love Isaiah Pacheco. He also spells his last name like my childhood pediatrician, Dr. Pacheco, so I will incorrectly say his name. Please correct me. But I put Jamal in because they play Tennessee, and I was like, So, we'll yeah, see. that's the squad. Um, Any other draft notes? No, not really. Uh, I have the highest projected Steve score loses. of anybody this week, so or week one. So pop off. Great. That means nothing, Chief. Yeah, but it's still good for the vibes. Um, good I hope Steve vibes. loses the league. That's my takeaway. I hope, I hope Ryan and Steve both come in last. They tied. I don't. The last. I feel so bad rooting against Ryan because me Ryan's too because he loves show. our show. Ryan's a friend of the show, but you know what, Ryan? I'm gonna have to echo Kendra on that because I just it was the speech for me, buddy. It was that was yeah, no, you was knew good. what you were doing and you did it yeah. anyway. He, yeah, he went he went for the heel roll and you he, I kind of wish that <laughs> imagine if Willie auto drafted Deshaun. 
No is there any way we can find out? I, I mean, I'm sure if you if you really wanted to, you can find out. But one of the biggest takeaways was that Ryan was like, well, I needed a QB. But if we could find the list or pull up a list of all the QBs that were available for him. To- it was so many people. Yeah, uh, I think I think like Aaron Rodgers was still around. Aaron Rodgers was still there. Think, and that's what I said to him. Uh, I was like, Aaron Rodgers was, was still, still there available. at the time. I took two after yeah, him, I think. Two was left, um, yeah. All right. Um, gonna kind of quickly recap the rest of the week in the NFL rosters were obviously due earlier this week. My big takeaways from the Jags were Nathan Rourke was not on the 53 man roster and he did sign to the practice squad though. So at least like maybe nobody else was looking at him the same way, which is nice. Doug Peterson's son on the practice squad after all the memes was also kind of annoying. Um, and my Shock to some, not a shock to me. Snoop Connor also on the practice squad. There's just too much depth at that position these days, and guys who can do so many things. Do any of you have Jags thoughts? No, no I'm not shocked Nathan um, didn't make the team. I have seen a couple misleading headlines like, oh, Doug Peterson cut his son, like blah, 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 blah. But like, if you really look into it, it's... the only reason he had the opportunity was because he's Doug's son. Yeah. So let's keep I'll it get real. Into coaching. Yeah. Um, my big Patriots takeaways along with pretty much everyone's was I was shocked to see Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham both cut, but the signing of Matt Corral makes sense just because it means that Bill obviously liked him in the joint practices that they had against the Carolina Panthers earlier this year. He's also like kind of coming through the Bill coaching tree with the Lane Kiffin situation, whatever. I just it's it's whatever. Like, do the, I've said this all along. I'm not a Zappy truther or a Malik Cunningham truther. I'm just honest in the fact that the Patriots don't have a real number one option. That it's like if anybody's even slightly performing, it's just you've got to compare them to Mac Jones because Mac Jones is kind of underperforming. Yeah, I agree 100. I'm not. I I'm not a huge Mac Jones truther. I've said that on the show. Um, I have yet to be impressed i think this is his season to either impress or not and time to go um and in that respect i was kind of living for the zappy jones drama like the idea of someone to put pressure on him to perform better especially the way that zappy played in the pocket and more aggressively physically um and i liked what we saw him lee cunningham too but again with that signing of matt corral i think it's just Bill being Bill in the off season. And obviously, we're not really in the off season anymore. But in this tricky time, he's got a master plan, and I don't know what it is. But it really, I hope it doesn't bite us in the ass because I do not feel, and I feel less confident now than I did last week in the quarterback position for sure. I think you should for sure because it means that they don't like what they've already kind of scouted. But mm-hmm. my question for you. I guess is do you think that this means anything for Mac Jones, the Corral signing specifically? I don't think so because I think that getting Bailey and Malik out of there is kind of a flag to him. Like, okay, like we're getting these two guys off your back and we're bringing in this new guy because I think obviously bringing him in after camp and after preseason is really interesting to me because how much time is he realistically going to get? to adapt to the system and, you know, be, be a threat to Mac Jones. I don't think he will be at all. Um, 
So I think it's another example of them giving uh, attaboy to Mac when I don't necessarily think that he's deserved it, but I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a move to make him nervous. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think the best thing that the Patriots did this week though, was sign Jalen Rager. I think that he's a little bit of a project, but I really like that on their part. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, Do you have any takeaways from the 53 man roster or anything? No, obviously the Bailey Zappi news was huge. I do have to say though, I can't remember it was, were we talking about this recently? Or I heard somewhere where they were like, it's so interesting how much time Bailey was getting in those preseason games. And somebody said to me, they're going to cut him. And that's why they're playing him so much. So whoever said that to me. Yeah. You think that they were just trying to get somebody to like offer them something for him? Yeah, that's a hot take. I like that. And I feel um, bad taking that from whoever said it because I honestly can't remember. But someone did say to me, they were like, it's just too sus that he was in there all that time just for them to cut him. Yeah, because I do remember that I was shocked that he played three quarters of that one preseason game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that the most shocking thing to me of all was Arizona. Obviously, like Kyler's on their pup list. But they cut Cole McCoy after signing Josh Dobbs that was originally supposed to be the DTR trade, but he wound up staying there because I don't remember yeah. what happened. But they sent Josh Dobbs instead. I think that that's kind of like a crazy switcheroo, but I don't hate it, especially because Josh Dobbs and Kyler Murray play a more similar game, not a similar game, but a more similar game to Colt McCoy that I I guess you can get away with it. But I did expect the Patriots to sign Colt McCoy. I'm not going to lie to you. It would be a very Patriots. That would be, he's very Patriots. Cold I boy. was so shocked that the Arizona Cardinals cut him that I was like, when I found out that that was some of the Patriots were shopping potentially, I was like, what the fuck? I, yeah, I was too. I kind of view that as like a, oh, the tank is, the tank is on big time. Yeah. Kyler's just too tiny. Moves. Yeah. Uh, the other shock for me was that Jonathan Taylor is on the Colts pup list, especially because their backup, I can't remember his name, is injured. And like, like so what are you what are you doing? You're just going to play a third string running back for the first four weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. I think their tank job is on because if you're not starting Gardner <laughs> Minshew and you're letting Jonathan Taylor sit on your pup list, like, come on. Well, they're not letting Jonathan Taylor. So Jonathan Taylor, they're, my opinion, is refusing to play. He, he that's not yeah. a, that's not a Colts thing. That's Jonathan Taylor. Oh thing. no, I know, I, and he should be. He's holding out. I get yeah, it. He's holding out. Yeah, and he should. He can. Yeah, he should. I don't blame him for that at all. No, me neither. But it's just like they're not signing him, so they're letting him sit there. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's a disaster of a situation. Yeah, and they're gonna be awful this year. They're gonna. I think that that's a real tank job. I don't know if I want to call it a tank job because I don't think long they're doing con. it on purpose. The long con. The long con. That is my before the season starts final answer, long con. Because I do you guys think that they believe in Anthony Richardson? I think Jim believes in Anthony Richardson, absolutely. I don't know about anything with that organization. Yeah, that anymore. organization. <laughs> I look at that organization like knows? I look at no, and I'm going to be real. I look at that organization like I look at the Cowboys now. 100%. In the oh, I set- think they're much more uh, obscure than the Cowboys. Cowboys are easier to read, I think, than the Colts. No, but in the sense of like how they're running 
that organization now mm-hmm. I see that that's a little bit more like Jerry Jones aligned in the way that that guy is calling the, the way that Jim is calling the shots over there. And I don't know anymore. Yeah, I, I see know. that. But I think it is Jim or say wanting to be the Cowboys. He wants that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So now I'm 100 percent. But it's like he's got that Dale Dimadome energy yeah. and I don't fuck with the vibe. Yeah, I'm sus. I'm also sus. Yes, Haley. Um, I had two more things before we get to our most important moment moment of the show. One RIP in peace, Carlos Washington Jr. That fumble, I think, is what put the fork in him. We love you. Yeah, that was really tough. We also have another RIP that we gotta circle back to. No, no, no I know, I know, I know. RIP. Oh, no, right, no, no. And then I wanted to say Will Greer to the Bengals is a very weird move to me. Anyways. Okay. We would like to insert a moment of silence currently in this moment for our king, friend of the show, Ben DiNucci. Tyler, <laughs> would you like to say any words? I know that he... No, so practice. I've kind of... He's on the practice squad. They got they brought him back to the practice squad. So okay. it's not a total loss. There's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Can you uh, give us a any stories from your time together to remember him by in this moment he's not dead no i know he's but... still around he'll make a roster <laughs> we just i know i know that this is this was really tough for uh, wah, wah. yeah no he, it's fine we'll be fine the brand is fine front of the pod we'll persevere he's selling hats pushing hats. Uh, he time. needs you to be his hydration specialist for his peak i need to, I I need to buy a benanucci hat that might be the problem Do you think i think that is the altitude that might be the problem could it be the altitude could be the That's altitude i think it's much more likely it's the water though yeah it's bring the lack back, of ben. Harry underwood Great bring salad. me back ben yeah yeah best wow. hydration specialist <laughs> I am just now seeing our SNS notes and it just says, I said, any winners and losers? And Tyler goes, me, I'm the winner. I'm going to go loser, Ryan, for sure. Uh, Winner, um, our good friend and uh, owner of Team Weenie, Ben. You follow Ben at Genius Jackets on socials. He had a great draft, I thought. I thought he had he was the picks. silent killer last night. He was he the silent killer. Was and I was kind silent, of living for it. You know was playing FIFA the whole time? That's Patrick. Oh. That's Patrick. I don't know any of them. So I made sure everyone knew at least two people and that they were affiliated with our show somehow. I think I knew everybody, which was hype. Yeah. Also, Dan did this draft shirt list, which was also iconic. Yes, Danny did do the draft shirt list. He is my king. Uh, all right. Second to last division preview. And we get to to the AFC South next week, which is fire as fuck. All right. We're doing the NFC North. Tyler's division. We're we're ending it strong here. We We all have pretty different opinions, I believe. Yeah. Oh, no, me and and Haley are the same. You and I are aligned. You and I are aligned. Tyler's always the odd one out. Which I am shocked by Tyler's odd one out but we'll get to i it. tried to keep it as non-biased as i possibly could okay I so we try. all have the packers coming in last yeah i think this is gonna be um for me personally 
probably one of the more shocking Packers performances in the negative because I've talked about on the show in my lifetime watching the Packers just absolutely dominate. And I think this year is going to not be so hot for them. And I think it's going to kind of rattle me (laughs) just from a visual perspective. Just think that they need a lot of things to go right. And for me, it's just too many things to go right. I have one of my dark horses as Jordan Love. Do I think he's going to be fine? Yes. But the thing is, is that he just needs too many things around him to go right for him to take the jump. And Christian Watson cannot fall off or have any regression. I put in our notes that the offensive line and the defense scare me because they have too many guys and not enough dudes. And I think that they just don't have enough guys who are willing to like put their nose in the dirt and fucking make a play. And that's just, at least on the defensive side, the offensive line is just getting old and that's that's my fear like they're either too old or too young and there's just 100%. not there's just not enough balance I do like what Christian Watson and Jordan Love have going I said before our show that I think that in two or three years this is going to be the best division in football it's just too young right now across the board like it is such a young division outside of like maybe the Vikings and that's my biggest issue with it I have a question for the group where do we stand on Matt LaFleur I I like him about head coaches I know and I know like yes it's talent whatever I'm always big to bring up the head coach because I think it's important especially in a team like this where now you have Aaron Rodgers gone things are going to need to shift I think whoever you have in that head coaching position is really important rattling off a few stats for you guys he's two and three in the postseason 47 and 19 in the regular season 49 22 career where do we see? I like him as a person. I just don't think that they've drafted super well and they don't get enough out of their roster. I think we're going to know very early, like by week five, whether or not he's going to be there. That's for, how I feel too, Tyler. Uh, a noticeable more amount of time. And same with Jordan Love, I think. We're going to know if he's like going to be serviceable by like week five, I think. Because right now, he's only thrown like 83 passes in the NFL. We don't know anything about him. He's my biggest question mark in this division. That's that's valid. I agree with that. I, Yeah, I don't have any argument. I think that he's – I like him as a guy. That's about it. You he's know? very handsome. I like he's him as an idea. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think – and I agree with Tyler. I think that that's really going to be – I think this team needs really strong leadership right now, obviously, with Rodgers yeah. being out of there. And I think that's going to be – a situation by game five and it's the it's it's the kind of organization where like we talk about the Steelers right Mike Tomlin being mid for x amount of time the minute they start losing and they're last in that division he's out of there and I think the Green Bay Packers are 100% going to be on board with needing a winning coach in there so mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes but I hope the best for him because I also yeah. agree I think he's a nice guy but yeah, I, I think, think there's that the organization's going to look a little different next year I think there's easily a path for the Packers to be among the worst teams in the league this year but there's also uh, they could easily also be a very mid major team yeah like a, where around does vegas eight, have seven the packers, wins six Mr. wins Tyler. huh where does vegas have the packers mm-hmm. they got seven and a half on them and i kind of think it's gonna be around there i, I think I closer like to under. six games but yeah i think i like the under two i'm just at the under all right we have Haley and I have the Bears and Vikings swapped with you. Why are you higher on the Vikings and the Bears? I think there's less questions with the Vikings 
than there are with that's the bears. valid totally that's um, fair. that's fair. yeah 100%. And, and which is really the only reason i i think the bear success is fully on the back of fields and if he lives up to his potential this year um they could win the division they could be that good but I'm not necessarily a huge believer. I don't love the move they made in the offseason. Tremaine Edmonds came in. They brought in a bunch of, uh, like, not premier positions. They spent a lot of money on those positions, and I don't love that. Um, Darnell right in the draft, fine. That's good for uh, Fields. But I don't know. I just don't love what they did. Um, They're another team. They're also at 7.5 win total. I kind of also have them hovering around that mark. Um. I, I like but, the over there. Yeah, here, I yeah. Go ahead, Kendra. You give me. Your I was gonna or... say I if Justin Fields can stay healthy, that's the biggest thing for me, just because the drop off there is fucking insane. But he does have to make that jump. I agree with you. But I like Khalil Herbert. I like DJ Moore. I like the thought of Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney. Fine. Um, I also like Braxton Jones. I like that they picked up Yannick Ngakwe too. Like I think that that was a good addition to them to maybe put them on that eight game mark not that he's like a huge difference maker but you don't need a ton of pass rush in this division either you know what I mean like if you can at least like fuck with Kirk a little bit like you're gonna win some games I I think that they do need a lot to go right but I think with the young talent and the expectations that these younger guys are gonna make the jump I think that that's where I'm kind of hanging on hanging my hat that I expect regression from the Vikings, but if this goes right enough, it could go right enough. Yeah. It's also a relatively difficult schedule. I don't, I think the other ones in the the division are a little bit tougher, but there's like, they got the chiefs, they got um, the chargers, the saints, if you like them. Um, I don't know. I I just am not as high on them as I just think there's too many questions around them that I'm not comfortable saying they're going to go over. I'm not yeah. comfortable saying any of these teams are going to go over for that matter, but. I do think we all have the lions winning the division. My biggest thought. I love this team. I love Dan Campbell, but I'm worried about the suspensions and I'm worried about the expectations on them because mm-hmm. they've gone from a no expectation organization to kind of people love them. Yeah, people are really happy. They're really on hyped up right now, and I for think not that's a lot of be, success. That's going to be for a nine and eight season last year. That's going to yeah. be why we don't the the expert. It's kind of like how I'm looking at Colorado this year. The expert expectations that Dion's bringing in are way too high from the meeting. Agree, year one. and that's kind of how I feel with Detroit. They're being so hyped up right now. I don't think I think a ten win season is. Would be great for I would be thrilled I with a win season for Detroit. Oh my god, that's such um, no. It would be the first time they did that since 2014. Um, but I think that's a great goal though, and I don't. That's think a good it's goal. In, yeah. I don't think it's in, like it's incredibly unrealistic. My my biggest concern with them, they're very thin at a lot of positions, especially playmakers on offense. They're very thin, um, especially without JMO to start the season. Do you have Sam Laporta expectations? Or David Montgomery expectations? I've I've heard Sam Laporta has been doing well at camp. Um, but that's about I, I don't really have crazy expectations for him. Okay. Like he's Valid. he's not gonna be like a top tight end in the league. Like I, I, I'm much higher on like Dalton Kincaid and Buffalo than I am yeah. here. 
in this situation. Okay, I do have high expectations for Jamar Gibbs, though. I think he's going to be – I think he could firmly be – he's my sleeper in, or dark horse in this division. I think there's a really good chance he is in the conversation for Rookie of the Year if everything goes according to plan. My big question that I put in my notes for the Lions is that I don't know how confident I am that Jared Goff can repeat what he did last season. Yeah, as am I. And this team's going to have to run through their defense. Like, they're going to have to play like the And their defense, I do think, improved. Yeah, they did. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is they're going to have to rely a lot on the defense. Yeah, because I think the offense is going to regress. Me too. Maybe not substantially, but they're going to regress, I think. Let me read out their PFF rankings. This is fascinating to me. For 2022, they were overall ranked 15th. Their offense was ranked 8th. Their defense was ranked 29th, which has got to be one of the bigger spreads. Secondary was very bad last year. Special teams ranked 1st. So Let's go. I just, I just think, you know, there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of room for things to not improve. Yeah. Where do you stand on the defense, Tyler? You think it's improved? I love the defense. I love what they've yeah. done. I do think, I think the, so the secondary in particular, the moves they made there, uh, Emmanuel Mosley's coming off an ACL, so we might not really see as much of him. It wouldn't shock me if that secondary needs a year to, like, yeah. mesh, you know? Adjust. Um, it is they're all very Dan fresh, Campbell, though. But... It? Like, he's such an awesome defensive mind. I think that, like, if he gets a couple guys in there that, can really impress them. Johnson. Lions it. Like that's the thing. I've always yeah. said this. I say this about the Cowboys all the time. I think this is the first year in probably a long time where like the momentum is greatly moving behind the Detroit Lions. And yeah. I just don't want them to blow. Yeah, I don't want I don't want the train to derail. But okay. it it's very possible because there's it's a lot that there's a lot that could go wrong. Um I do think safety Gardner, uh, Chelsea Gardner Johnson, my favorite free agent move of the offseason, uh, and Brian Branch drafting him in the I second do round after like falling Brian to him. Branch. That was great. And he's apparently been great in, in uh, camp and preseason. Yeah. Too. I so. loved y'all's draft. I remember we talked about it at length when it happened, but I yeah. did love They were one of the draft winners for me. Yeah. First um, round was very questionable. Yeah. Just because those that, are not premier positions. It. But yeah, I still think those two could be really good. But um, any division winners or playoff makers other than the Lions? I have Vikings because I actually think the Vikings might win. I, I'm not going to say it for the record, but I think the Vikings might win this division. I, Having them regress four to five games, I just think, I think they're they cursed. Lost a lot of people, but. I feel like they have the least amount of questions. I think they're cursed. That's though. interesting to me, Tyler, because you're a big advocate of. I, I mean, maybe you want. I don't want to speak for you. Where do you speak? I feel like the Vikings are very reliant on the performance of their rookies. I think if their rookies can't get out there and perform to the level that you're expecting them to, yeah, maybe I that's why they're... I like them because I really like Jordan Addison. I think that. Wide receiver. You have to get rid of of your CFB ties, Tyler. You got to think objectively. I think he could. I think he could be a really good NFL wide receiver, though. I know. I do like Jordan Addison. Uh, I have him on my other fantasy team. He's probably one of my favorite rookies going into the season. But I also really like the Bears wide receiver room. I think there's some good. There's some good guys in there too, and I don't know necessarily. And I hate to go back to defense, but Nance always says offense buys tickets, defense wins games. I think that. I mean, looking at the defense rankings, the Vikings and the Bears are pretty much as bad as you can get. I think they're pretty interchangeable in terms of 
Yeah, their, their defense. defense. They're so going to have to rely like on the whatever offense. team defense is worse is going to be third. If and Kirk Cousins can better, play well, second, it gets with, a wild card spot with Justin Jefferson. I, I think that he's one of the best offensive players in the league. I agree. Um, I think low key Minnesota's offensive line is the best in the country, and I think that's where they're going to have a lot of their success. Free Justin Jefferson. But I say all this, uh, Lions are absolutely beating the Vikings in week 18. You can okay. I'm excited it. for that. Where, where is that game? It's in Detroit. So it's in a dome? We could go. We could. We could. I wonder. I would like to go to Lions again this year. Uh, I'm trying to make it up for one. I got to see who the Jags played the last week of the year. Because I'm already going to like four of their games. I have a lot of trips that I got to book. That's yeah, I need to look in after after my move. I need Ooh, to they're in Nashville. Whoop, whoop. Last week of the season. Yep, that's what. Yeah, you all could make a trip here. That would save some money. <laughs> True. Um. Yeah. All right. Any dark horses or anything that I missed? I think that if the Bears don't be the Bears <laughs> and Justin Fields can be Justin Fields. I think that there are some playmakers on that offense that will really impress this year and have some good highlights. So I'm going to say the Bears are my dark horse overall. But that, again, is a very optimistic perspective. Yeah. All right. That's all our NFL stuff for the week, I think. Everybody good? Yeah, I think so. All right. We talked a little bit about some college football in our HLH segment, but we're going to get to our college football playoff predictions before Haley has a college football segment of her own that she is going to have with me and Tyler. So I can't wait for this to be expanded. First of all, what what year is that again? Next year. We get next year. Expanded playoff next year, 2024. Yep. Perfect. Okay. So I'll ask Haley first. Who are your four teams that you have going to the college football playoff if you were to predict it right meow? Right meow. I'm going to say. Wow, this is actually. We did mention it briefly last week. My answer has changed. I don't know if your answers have changed. My answer has changed. I've had some time to think and I've changed as well. Um, And I'm going to 100% call an audible right now. Oh, I didn't realize you didn't have stuff typed in. No, it's all right. I'm going to go because it's funny. I thought y'all were uh, just talking about your faves here. This is great. Oh, we can. No, 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 no. This is is perfect. No, this is perfect. This is perfect. I like that I'm going to call it that. I know. I saw that. I saw it. You guys, these two are just like our college football experts. So their notes for this section is like, and then. A little H, and well, then... those are all Kendra's docs too. My my um, notes are uh, on, a, on different a separate doc. doc. I know. All right, my four audible. I'm gonna go UGA, Michigan. Uh, I'm gonna go Texas, and I'm gonna go. Let's go OSU for Will. Ohio okay. State. Why not? Why not? Very chalky, but I like it. Let's do it okay. for well. possible. All right. I've also Ta- been a big USC advocate, but I don't think they're going to make it all the way there. Do you have I, any I comments have on, USC. on your um, selections, Haley? Yeah, I 
I have to say, and maybe it's because if you're a friend, if you're a fan of the show, Tyler, uh, I'm not going to say what sh- you can share what show you work for, but Tyler's boss is a Josh. big, yeah, shout out Josh Pate, huge Georgia guy. So I've been watching a lot of Tyler's show and a lot of the things that he's been talking about. And I feel really confident in them. I know, obviously, that's super obvious coming off of last year. Um, and honestly, the last decade, I would argue. Um, but I really like the Bulldogs. Um, I'm a big UGA advocate as well, um, which Tyler will tell you that I hilariously just realized is just UGA. Yeah. His yeah, name so. is the abbreviation okay. of I got a, I got a degree yeah. in college, guys. So it's fine. You're doing but yeah, I really, really like Georgia um michigan honestly i think i really just picked who my friends are affiliated with tyler's affiliated with michigan kendra's really rocking with texas this year and my coworker will is osu so there we go just i want to appease all my friends you know what i actually was hoping that i could have the opportunity to go on a rant about this this week Haley, i applaud you for participating and trying on the fly it is okay to be a casual fan about something and like you don't have to fucking love everything about sports as a woman in sports like i fucking hate golf i don't get into golf it's fucking fine if you ask me to pick something shot at me i probably no i'm like so serious and it's like i feel like this is 99.9 percent of the reason that girls can't be casual fans in sports Mm -hmm. is because guys will be like oh well you like this sport but you can't talk about college football yeah it's okay to be a fucking casual (laughs) fan of shit Haley grew up in new england college football is not a thing here not even in my wheelhouse this is you know what i love how passionate these two are about it and i exactly much about it from these guys and like that's the thing you can still enjoy it and i don't claim to be a college football expert at all so you know never or an expert in any sport for that matter because you're not an expert is probably the reason why your prediction is gonna exactly work out better than the two of us exactly and it's like (sighs) if you're listening to this really sweet if you're listening to this and you have a mom, a girlfriend, a wife or whatever, who's not that into sports, it's probably because you're not fun to watch sports with, or you don't make it fun for her and you don't make her feel seen when you're watching sports. So do better, buy snacks, ask her to ask questions and not make her feel stupid when she does. Yeah. Invite her to your fantasy draft. Like, you know, something. so many ways. Anyways, exactly. So that being said, I'm not about the to one go. with your boys, though. I mean, like, maybe, like, maybe you can have like a girlfriend league, you know, yeah. not saying they have to come to the boys league. I'm about to go ham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go off, guys. All right. That was my thoughts. Go off. Tyler, we have very similar, except I like that you kind of snuck Oregon in there. You also have Texas. Texas is my sleeper. But other than that, I have UGA, Michigan, Ohio State, and Alabama. Do you have any UGA notes? Because I think that before- yes. So I what kind of do UGA disagree notes? with you. Um, okay. I think this is going to be a year that Georgia finally takes not a huge step back. They're going to take a step back. I don't think they defensively. I we've seen the last couple of drafts. Half of their defense is playing in Philadelphia this year. Um, yeah. I think they will not be – they're still going to be really good, probably a top 25 defense, probably top 15. But I don't think they're going to be this force that they have been the last couple of years. Um, quarterback situation, Carson Beck could shock the world and be one of the best people in college football. I have a Heisman bet on him. But I don't really think in year one under Carson Beck they're going to have this, 
as powerful an offense, even though they weren't like powerful, powerful run game. They're facing a lot of injuries right now. They yeah. lost their starter for the season um, with, I think, an ACL or an Achilles or something. Um, and the two guys behind him, they're also pretty banged up. Um, I don't think that's going to be – I think this is the year to beat them because I think they're going to reload next year and be just as good. This is the year I think they do drop a game in the regular season. I still think they win the SEC championship with one loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're going to have like a team like – Tennessee is the obvious one that I think will sneak up on them. Um, that offense is crazy. Could be South Carolina early in the season. Could be I'm um, high on Kentucky. I think um, Devin Leary could be the end up being the best quarterback in the SEC this year. Um, could even be Mizzou. I don't know. Ole Miss. Somebody. I, I think somebody. Think... I think they dropped to somebody in the regular season and then beat whoever uh, in the SEC championship and still make the playoffs. But yeah. this is a vulnerable Georgia. As vulnerable as we've seen in the last three years, anyway. See, while I agree with you in a college football playoff scenario, I don't agree with you in a regular season scenario just because their strength of schedule is so absurd. Like, I think that they could easily stay healthy. They play, I wrote out their schedule, their home versus TN Martin. Who the fuck is that? Tennessee, the University of Tennessee Martin. No fucking idea. You live in Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Martin, Tennessee. Um, Whatever. Who? Ball State, South Carolina, UAB. They play so, home versus Ball State, home versus South Carolina, home versus UAB, and that's just to open. This is then not entirely at- their fault either, by the way, their no. conference schedule, because the SEC t- took away their game. They were supposed to play Oklahoma this season, but since Oklahoma was joining the SEC, they took that game away. So they had to, on the fly, add Ball State. Their only test this year their, is a home game against Ole Miss. I'll still take them yes. and at Tennessee and that's right before they play at Georgia tech for their last game. But the thing is, is that like, I don't even think it matters that they lost so many of their players, but for the first time in a long time, they're having a true quarterback battle. Mm-hmm. But I do think that Carson Beck should start over that Brock Vandergriff kid as much as for I sure, think yeah. the Brock to Brock touchdown pass would be so sick because i hate georgia so much but i fucking love brock bowers vandergriff too have you seen pictures of him he's got great hair he does have great hair he looks like a qb1 in the sec yeah he doesn't look like a qb1 i would put at georgia though yeah he he doesn't really fit the vibe there but yeah i also their weakness is like pass rush on the defense right now Mm -hmm. just because of like the nature of what has gone on the last few years, but the quarterbacks that they're going to face this year aren't that big of a deal. And their secondary is so good that I'm like, it honestly is fine. Uh, but I do like the transfer from Mississippi state raw, raw Thomas. I think that it's really good. Yeah. Is insane. I love that for them. Yeah. Um, they also I got think another that, transfer from somewhere. Um, I know I it's a, it's a wide receiver. Yeah. They the got from Kent state. It, was he from Kent State? Yeah, that might be who I'm thinking of. Um, but I, I think you're over. I, I think Auburn could be an upset spot. I don't think. I think Auburn's gonna suck. I like like the under know. on Auburn. Hugh Freeze, as that bad of a shitty of a guy he is, he he he's kind of a offensive guru. I don't believe in anything. I think Auburn that does. I don't think they're gonna have a great season, but I think there will. I think Alabama, um, Georgia. I think they win one of those games. 
I am manifesting Auburn sucking so that they hi- they fire him immediately. I, I will take get that lucky. I will take a year of sucking to get rid of Hugh Freeze. I, I will. I I don't know. I did it with the Jags. I can do it with Auburn, baby. I don't know. I manifested that Urban Meyer shit. That's all I'm saying. Fair. That is fair. You did do that. So we also both have Michigan. I have a lot of thoughts, but you're the Michigan boy, so I'll let you go first. Yeah, so this is, of the teams in the top four playoff odds, they definitely have the fewest questions or unanswered questions, I guess. Um, Like, they have a commodity at quarterback. They've got one of the best running back rooms in the country. Their offensive line is almost elite, if not elite. Um, Defensively, they've improved from last year. Um, The my biggest concern with them, the race for the Big Ten East, it's wide open or not it's, wide open, but there's a, it's a three headed monster at the top. Yeah, it's crazy. Penn State, Ohio State, they they might low key kind of cannibalize themselves. I think that they have better odds of going undefeated than Ohio State, just because Ohio State's strength of schedule is so much more yeah. difficult. But yeah. I have both of them making the playoffs. I like J.J. McCarthy. There, I will say this next quarterback class is going to be fucking crazy. You think J.J. has potential at the next level? No, but I don't think he, so either. I don't, I don't think like, he looks like an NFL quarterback. But I think he's going to get drafted just because they're obviously going to go on a run yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I like the experience they have at running back, too. I like the two-headed monster that they're going to run with that Blake Corum kid at Donovan Edwards. There's, there's a freshman, too, back there that is really? also really good. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, so, I forget his name, his name off the top of my head. No, off the top of my head, I forget his name. But in the spring game, he was kind of dirty. The only thing I'll say here is that I think, obviously, their biggest opponents are going to – It's finishing at Ohio state is going to decide probably so much in the college football playoff. Like that is going to be like the game of the year. Like truly that's going to be the game of the year. But I think that they could win that game because it's at home, but I will say, I don't give a fuck about Purdue, but Purdue does get sneaky at times and they play them at a point in the season where I think that Purdue might get a little frisky and just be like, fuck it. Purdue. I don't have being that, upset team this year because they lost their coach to louisville they're in kind of a transitionary period but that's why um, i like them maryland is the one that i really? think is the one to watch I have for this no year faith in them uh i, I think I, I love mike loxley i think he's a great head coach what he's done with like basically nothing in the big 10 because he is like a bottom feeder maryland's a bottom feeder in the big 10 he's put together a really good team with very little um tulia tagovailoa really good um he's one of the best quarterbacks in the big 10 i think um especially since we don't know what's going on with ohio state's quarterback situation really um that's why i'm kind of lower on ohio state is because we don't really have a known commodity at quarterback they could be really good but i don't know that i trust them enough penn state i'm really high on this year really i think penn state i think penn state could legitimately win the big 10 um and sneak into the playoffs um but it wouldn't shock me if we're in december and it looks like all three of those teams are going 11 and one and there's conversations of a three big 10 playoff yeah i don't know how it would work but it would not shock me if there were conversations about that come december 
My question for you is how heavy is the pressure on Harbaugh? Like, do you think if it's, do you think that it's like, what do you think is far enough to not get fired? Oh, he's not getting fired. You know, I mean, if if he loses, like, if he goes under 500, sure, but he's not going well, under 500. I think his floor is nine wins, and you're not wow. getting fired for winning nine wins. I think that he has to at least win. He has to win a playoff. If game. he makes the playoff, they're not firing somebody for making the playoff. That's 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 like saying they're going to fire Brian Day for losing this one is like, game. To no, but that's Ohio State. That's the thing, though. I think that the pressure is so high. He's been there for so long, and this. I is think there's the more easiest. of a chance that he steps away. There, this is the easiest he path he's ever gonna have. True. Yeah. Um, this but is the. This is. This is. No. This college is as football. Good as it's gonna get. Media people love to prop college football up as this like postseason or bus sport. It's not at its core. People behind the scenes, it's a regular season sport. At least right now, before the playoff expands, he. It's a successful season if he makes the playoffs. He, he's not getting fired if we make the playoffs. That's kind of. I think that's a ridiculous assumption, but I don't. Know. I don't. We love, we I love don't hot know. takes here. Speaking of, you have Texas in your college football playoff. I have them as a sleeper. Yes, I I'm kind of all in on Texas this year to an extent. I I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't really think they have the experience factor, but they're one of the deepest teams. They have in the shock football. value. And, and they're they're just one of the deepest teams in college football too. They have three quarterbacks who could legitimately lead the team to the playoffs. Quinn Ewers is great. Uh, the kid Malik Murphy behind him, he looks amazing. And then they got Arch Manning too behind them. Yeah, I know they have Arch. Did you know that Arch? I don't know if I said this to other show last week or if I said it to someone like IRL, but he's expected to make more money on NIL than Joe Burrow is out of his NFL contract this yeah, year. I, I mentioned this to Haley last week. It's ridiculous the valuation on that kid, and he hasn't I, even played a game yet. Yeah, NIL I, is so wild, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I like Texas because I'm a Quinn Ewers truther. I think they played really well in big games last week. We were all together when they played Bama in DC, and that game was fucking insane. And they should have won that game, and they got fucked out of it. I think yeah. that if they they play them again in week two this year, I think yeah. that if they can win at that game, Alabama, it's yeah. gonna be a lot harder at Alabama. But if I think they legitimately can win that game, and I think I, I will be betting they will, depending on the spread, depending on the yeah, me too. That. But yeah, and they I think are fully back this year their defense is good for the first they, time yeah we've never seen like a good yeah. defense texas that's that was in my crazy. notes too i love byron murphy i think that he is going to be a huge factor in the nfl eventually i also love their receivers that xavier worthy kid and john xavier Cook. worthy yeah yeah john he, cook's great too xavier worthy low-key kind of a heisman sleeper if like a long shot very long shot because it's kind of a quarterback award at this point but he also, he's dirty yeah, they also returned a lot of their players and there's experience on at all phases of the ball. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I I think that they're a huge sleeper. I think Texas football is back. I hate that they're going to be in the SEC because they're not in the Southeast. But like, I've, I'm all in on Texas football being back. Yeah, Sark um, has turned that program around. I think next year's team is going to be better than this team though. Oh, 100%. I, I think they've is... just showed up to the party early this year. Well, they weren't supposed to be really good until 2024. And they just kind of happened to stumble upon a really good team this year, too. 
next year is like his first full year of like his own recruits though yeah yeah and that's so, why i think yeah. that next year's team is like gonna be really good but this 100%. year they just happen to also be really good 100 percent. they're on they're on the up and up but mm-hmm. the yeah i think that they're i think that they're gonna be really good um you have I'm just going to throw my one comment. I have Alabama in my CFP, not because I think they're a good team. I expect them to regress a ton, but I'm just not going to leave them out because I think that Nick Saban could go lose every game in the college football yeah, playoff would be like, yes. Yeah. Um, so that's just, yeah. that's Alabama is going to be incredible. I think they're going to be really good this year. I wouldn't shock me if they have two regular season losses, two or even three, but um they're going to revert to a style of play that we haven't seen in a few. They're going to play murder ball this year. They're going to run the ball down your throat. Yeah. Um, they've got uh, another three-headed monster at running back. Um, and I think another one of the best running uh, offensive line groups in the country. It's just SEC football. Like, that is, like, the depth of what the SEC, SEC is tough this year, I think. But that's it, – it always is. But, like, they're going back to that, like, true – like, back when, like, the NFL – would really run the ball like that original yeah, back when they style. don't really care what their quarterback's doing yeah, they, he's exactly. just there to hand the ball off and but Which, that's also jalen milrow can run the ball he's who i assume yeah. is going to be their starter he can move the ball on with his legs too so yeah I, that was my question for you is like do you have any thoughts on him because obviously when you and we say this all the time it's like when you have a great offensive line you can do whatever the fuck you want so it's yeah. like it's not it's do you have any thoughts he's not going to kill you through the air um, yeah, I, I don't think any of these quarterbacks are going to kill you through the air. Um, but he he's definitely serviceable. He's no, you know, Jalen Hurts to attack by low, Mac Jones even. He's he's none of those quarterbacks. But he, I don't think he needs to be. And no. they could legitimately make the playoffs and legitimately win the whole thing if they get there. Yeah. I just think they drop a couple games and don't make the SEC championship and probably don't make the playoffs. Yeah. All right. But and next have- year's team, by the way, before we leave on Alabama next year's Alabama team they're going to be really good because their defense isn't like there this year they've got some recruits coming in though on defense that they're going to be really good next year I also don't hate your other prediction just because I am very high on them as well but you have Oregon slipping in here and I really like this Oregon team so Oregon in my opinion and it's hot take ish they are, in my opinion, the most complete team in college football this year. I love Bo Nix. Feel how you want about Bo Nix. I know you had some rough experiences with him back at Auburn. I think year over year, he has done nothing but improve. Agree, 100%. I, think, I want him to do well. I think the offensive system in Oregon fits him a lot better than it did at Auburn. Um, I think the high point of that Oregon team, they are basically elite on – the trenches each side of the ball really good offensive line incredibly good defensive line dan lanning is a really good coach a really good um team builder um i think this is the year that oregon kind of sneaks into the playoffs and kind of wins the whole thing uh, but it could also be ruined because i think the pac-12 is tough this year they might I... cannibalize themselves a little bit I don't think I disagree with that take just because their strength of schedule might be tougher. And as far as like traditional sense of their conference, but I don't think it's good enough to. The the offenses in that conference are electric this year. And I think they are going to come out on top because they have the best defense of all of them. 
I also said this last year, but I just can't get over how much Bo Nix looks like fucking Peter Pan in the Oregon uniform. He does kind of look like Peter Pan. He looks that, with the, the, his the green legs are Oregon so does skinny. Yeah. His legs are so skinny. He literally looks like he's the prancing around out there in a unitard. Him much justice and his short blonde hair doesn't help either. He looks like fucking Peter Pan. He's bro. very Peter Panish. Haley's looking up Onyx right now. I can tell. Yeah. D- agree or disagree? Yeah, 100%. He's very, Peter Pan. Very Peter, Peter Pan. Pan looking ass. <laughs> he is very Peter uh, Pan. All right. Um, any other comments, questions, concerns on that segment before I hand it over to Haley? Um, I do have some sleepers I'll give to you. Um, or did you pick a Heisman? That's Haley's segment. No, I, don't know. I did. Oh, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did pick Heisman. I have Caleb Williams in my sleeper to watch as Quinn Ewers. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think it's going to be Caleb Williams because the for whatever reason, the committee, whoever's voting on them, very against back-to-back Heismans for whatever reason. Even if they deserve it, they just have been opposed to giving it to them. Um, so I, I'm giving it to Bo Nix. I think he has a really good year. Uh, also betting on Carson Beck and DJ Uyangaloy from Oregon yeah. State. I want him to have a resurgence so bad. Because kind of like you, how Michael Penix went to Washington and has kind of inserted himself into Heisman conversations, I kind of think DJ Uyangaloy might have a similar resurgence of his career. Haley has a Heisman. I went with Jaden Daniels strictly on vibes because, uh, again, I don't know much to anything about really SEC football, but I know LSU crushed it in the women's NCAA championship last year. Maybe they're going to keep some trophy momentum going. And give it to Jaden Williams, Jaden Daniels, rather. And I also think he's just, uh, just iconic looking character. Hell yeah, great. yeah, I love him. I kind of think they might take a step back, LSU. I, I think they had a really good too. year one and overrated um, with Brian Kelly's first year. Um, I think they get a little bit tougher to schedule this year, but who knows? They're I think they're going to be really good. I love that defense. Harold Perkins is incredibly good at the game of football. I think that LSU is going to be fine. I just think that they're overhyped right now. No, I think they'll probably, they'll be at the top of the SEC, but like, I I don't know if it'll be enough to get in the championship game again. My SEC, before we move on, my SEC sleeper is Ole Miss. Wow. Yeah, it's always tough to sleep on Lane Kiffin. He's got such a good offense. No, I'm so for real. I think that they could even be Alabama in the SEC. I'm so fucking serious. I think it's Georgia, Ole Miss, Alabama. Jesus, that's I love it. That's crazy. I don't think they have the defense to hang with at the top. I think they could easily beat Alabama. I I think they could be a very upset team, but I'm also really high on Vandy. I think I have in my notes somewhere that I like whatever their over is. I mentioned months ago that I was taking the Vandy. uh, Vandy's gonna slap. I will I say, Vandy, the construction situation is embarrassing. If you guys haven't seen that, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. They're both bad. ends of their both end zones are under construction, and it just looks like a construction Disaster. site. It looks like they're playing at a construction site, hmm. Which, and they are. They are playing. Do you think we'll get some six sellies? In Vandy, no, because mm. <laughs> no. they will win three games. Tyler's not big nah. on Vandy. 
No, I, I am big on Vandy. I think they go I'm to the over. Um, I think they probably win this weekend. All right, Haley. All right, guys. We are back with college football, obviously, based on that conversation. So we are going to start a new segment where we, I rather, am going to ask these two to pick the winners of some of the biggest college football games of the upcoming weekend. So we're the idea was that we would compete, but it looks like we're pretty much on the same page for mostly everything. Well, so the thing is, is I will be keeping track of if you are correct or not, and then we will. Are we doing punishment? And we can. We can. Haley can come up with that. Sure, we can come up with something. Um, Okay, it's really just to test these two college football nerds on their prediction abilities. You know, so figured if the guys at ESPN. And CBS can handle it. We can handle it. Can I finally do the nugget challenge? Yeah. Loser does the Chick-fil-A nugget challenge. I kind of want to just do that, though. But that's (laughs) the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I ate a hot chip and almost died. Wait, can we actually do that? Chicken nuggets. The Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Well, good luck finding a Chick-fil-A up there, you northerner. There is one, like, nine minutes from me. Mm. Yeah, All you right. Are you guys okay. ready for the first game? Yeah, I'm so prepared. loser has to do the Chick-fil-A challenge just because we both want to win, but obviously that's also fun. All right. Welcome to the first annual Saturdays and Seltzers college football showdown. Week and one. it's college football. It has to be Chick-fil-A, dude. Yep. Oh, this is Father, true. Unofficially a, by Chick-fil-A. You have so to drink are, you have to have drink a large Dr. Pepper too. We are pro-gay on this podcast. I'm Very just throwing pro-gay. that out there. Yeah. Very pro-gay. I am half gay. Anyways. <laughs> there we go. All right. Week one. First game, Colorado at number 17, TCU. Tyler, who's your pick and why? Well, my pick is TCU. Um, clearly. I do not think Colorado. Colorado's gotten so much hype this year. I mentioned it in the NFL segment. They are not going to live up to all the hype they're getting. People are betting on them like substantial money to make and win the college football playoffs just because Deion Sanders, and that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. What a waste of money. Just go give it to a homeless man or something. That's a better way to spend your money. Um, TCU blows them out. It's probably my best bet of the week. TCU blows them out. I don't think TCU is going to regress nearly as much as people are anticipating coming off of their trip to almost three touchdowns seems like slight work. I think they should be favored by more. Yeah, me too. Me too. I kind of like the over too. It's at 63 and a half. Yeah, I think TCU might put that up themselves. TCU is about to mushroom stamp these fools. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if it was like 47 to... I know they're a Christian university. I'm 14. sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, I've taken TCU too, dude. I love the fact that they're favored by less than three touchdowns. Give it to me all day. Yeah. Colorado's so overhyped. Although I think that they'll be fine in a couple of seasons because Dion's obviously a recruiter. I think it's the same thing we're seeing with Texas right now. We just give it two years. I think they'll conference. be fine this season too. I think they win like four games and go over on their win total. But like, I th- yeah, I people think they're going to win. Like, people think they're going to like be bowl eligible this year, and that's you ridiculous. Know what? You know what? I'm gonna say it. My senior, no, my junior year, UNH went out to Colorado. They paid us all this fucking money to go out there. It was when Lavisca Chenault got shut down by fucking UNH's corners. <laughs> Shout out 
Prince Smith, and they shut, shut him out. down. And the Jaguars dumbasses drafted that motherfucker. Oh. Give Dion a couple years. If LaVisca Chenault at Colorado got shut down by fucking UNH with an interim head coach, it's shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. TCU go horn TCU frogs. Rolls. Yeah. What is the horn frog? The I don't the uh, fucking I, I don't want to throw up a like gang this, sign on accident. Maybe? maybe? I don't know. All right, next game. Number 21, UNC at South Carolina. You guys have differing opinions on this. This is the only one we're differing, yeah. Um, So this is the decider. Kendra, I'll let you go first. All right, so I have UNC winning this because I like Drake May, and I think he could be a sleeper for the Heisman. If his team was a little bit better, I don't think that they play a tough enough schedule for him to be considered, but I do like Drake may. Um, my thing here is that I'm keeping an eye on the Tez Walker situation. We had no update on if he was eligible to play at 11 AM today. I don't think he will either, but I don't <laughs> the think NCAA that that's has fair. completely fucked this dude. And it's so sad. Talk about it. The, uh, well, the NCAA, so he has attended, Two different schools, I think. Only played at Kent State, I think it was, last year. Um, but because he's been to two schools, because COVID, he they canceled his first year at COVID. I can't remember the school he was at uh, at first. But they told him he can't play this year because he's been to two schools, even though he only played at one. Um, and he would be, if Tez Walker were playing this game, I think I would have a different opinion. I think a lot of people would because the spreads it's it's a close game already. It's you know, like USC's not favored by much. <sighs> no, but my thing is South Carolina, I think, has a more reliable defense. UNC's defense last year was Swiss cheese. They they could do anything to anybody. And the offense that South Carolina found last year, um, when they beat like Tennessee. And they had one other upset. I can't remember who it was. I feel like but they just take so long to get the ball rolling. They did last year because they switched who was calling plays. And the person who got calling play calling duties at the Tennessee game is now their full-fledged play caller. So I think they it, it's not going to take as long to get going this year. And I just think South Carolina's – I think they're a little bit underrated this at the, the start of the season anyway. I don't think they're like a contender or anything. I think they're due for a couple upsets though. I think it's just the fact that the SEC East is so much easier to play through. I guess, yeah. But I even still, I just think that offense is just going to be too much for UNC's defense because UNC's defense is so porous. At least we have something different here. I don't know. I think, I think, I, I don't know. I'm rock. I'm rocking with the hope that the NCAA will do something right for once and let this fucking kid play football. It would be great it. if they would, but you can't expect the ncaa should i tweet them the right, right now <laughs> yeah for Absolutely. the sake of the show please let him play <laughs> at ncaa um all right moving on wait let me google that? and see if there's any news on him really quick <laughs> three hours ago nothing yet mm. yeah and i'm sure my Work my slack for work would have been blown up if for sure he were active, but not the slack, the slack, the 247 slack. 
All right, Tyler, I'll have you go first on this one while Kendra does that. I'm um, done. Number five, LSU at number eight, FSU. I'm going to say this is probably going to be the biggest game of the weekend, just based on kind yeah, of the, based the on hype around rankings, it, right? Yeah, based um, on rankings, it's definitely the biggest game of the weekend. But it looks like even after our, our previous discussion, you guys are on the same page with uh, this one. So what are you thinking? It's definitely a coin flip. I can see this game going either way. Really? Um, you have to pick one. I have a little bit more faith in LSU. I think their talent is just better than FSU's, personally. I think FSU's going to be really good and have a really good season. I think they could easily beat Clemson in a couple weeks. I just think – just something about me. I just don't think they win both of them. If they lose this game, I think they beat Clemson. If they win this game, I think they lose at Clemson. I'm taking LSU because it's a neutral site. FSU won last year. I don't think they go back to back. I like Jaden Daniels and Jordan Travis. And I think that this game is going to come down to whoever can create more pass rush. I think that's going to be the determining factor for me mm-hmm. here. I'm rocking with LSU just because I don't think that they're going to repeat wins and it's at a neutral site at the end. Yeah. No, right. I, I, I agree. Good shit, guys. Last one. Number nine, Clemson, coached by Tyler's favorite coach in the NCAA. Don't do this. At Duke in North Carolina. On Monday, what? Monday game. On a Monday a night. Monday, Monday games night, usually bring up some chaotic Kendra, energy. you have thoughts. I have Clemson because I don't think Duke's offense can outwork Clemson's defense. I think Clemson's defense is going to be fucking insane this year. That's all I have to say. I agree but for different reasons i think clemson's offense is going to be the shining star of this team um garrett they got the offensive coordinator from tcu last year garrett riley the brother of lincoln um shout out lincoln and if they if clemson has a really good if clemson has a really good season this year offensively he will probably be an offensive uh, head coach next year um I'm that okay. high on him. And I, I'm a Cade Klubnik guy, too. He's kind of okay. relatively unproven, that. but I, I think he's going to be good really take. good. I think yeah. Duke's offense is good this year. I, I really like Riley Leonard. I just don't think their defense is going to be able to really hang in there enough. That's what's going to lose them the game, is the defense isn't going to hold their own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. All right, Haley. That's all I got, friends. Nice job. TYFYS. Uh, all right, Let's it's our updated. favorite segment. It is Woo! time for F1, bitches. It's Monza week. La-di-da. Where's Monza? Italy. Outside Italy. Milan. Italia. It's the Ferrari home race, Tyler. And Alfa Romeo and Alfa Romeo. Hey, I'm an Audi guy, so. You are an Audi guy. Shout out, Carlos. Shout out, Carlos. I've <laughs> never dreaded a weekend more in my life. Yeah, I think it's uh, Haley. I'm not going to, we let's, let's, we'll get back to this. All right. Let's recap last week. But first I have to talk about one Lewis and George signing with Mercedes through the 25 season. I love this for Lewis. I hate George. (laughs) See, and I disagree here. I honestly kind of live for the Lewis George Toto trio. Like, I just, I don't know. They're all such iconic characters. And when you put them all together, it's just lots of fun to watch. And George and Lewis is like the most British combo of all time. 
and it's a British team. Not really. I also but... the way that Toto says George kills me. <laughs> you here's the thing. I don't know why you're that surprised. Are you surprised or you're just like whatever? No, it's just it's awesome. Yeah, because I am not surprised in the slightest because we've talked about it on the show that Toto is George's absolute boy. Like he mm-hmm. loves George. So I'm happy to see them both stay on. I just hope that they can get the card to the level that will let them perform. You mean that doesn't dolphin? Mm-hmm. That's exactly okay. Right. Also, my mom is in love with Yuki. I told her to pick a driver. This was not prompted. And she just goes, Yuki is very handsome. I love Yuki. He's so adorable. I didn't tell her. he. Well, I did tell her that he was 5'5", five five and she didn't care. Okay. She stands a short king. So, yeah, my mom's all in on the Yuki train. Um, What was your... Give me your HLH of last week, but in a who you think did... Un, who outperformed, who underperformed, and who was... Dude, this, your... this race, I've had nightmares about this race for like the last week now because I think it was actually as if my worst nightmare came to life. I thought it was such a eyes. fun race. It and was I knew so you fun. were going to say that because of course it was. You had so much fun. Me and Abby wanted to die because Ferrari <laughs> just literally pooped their pants and forgot how to be a team. Um, Listen, to answer the question before I go off on a tangent, Hero, as much as I hate to say it, is going to be Fernando Alonso. I, I, I don't like the guy a hundred a lot. I don't find him to be a very likable character. That guy can fucking race an F1 I love car. him. Oh, my God. And the big, uh, you know, huge thing from this past weekend was weather, obviously. Um, it meant nothing to Alonso. He had a great race, um, and he continues to impress me as much as I want to hate him and count him out. He's definitely a hero for sure or a high performer. Um, Lowe is going to obviously be Ferrari. Uh, Charles had a really tough race. Um, Awful car performance. Another terrible pit stop. I'm not even going to call it like a pit stop. I'm going to call it like an attempt. That um, was crazy. At one. And they kept my man out there forever before retiring the car. Um, Abby kept texting in our group chat and was like, retire the car, retire the car. Um, he got passed by Lawson in his F1 debut. I literally got up and walked out of the room. I was like, this is so embarrassing. I can't even watch this. Um, and then they finally retired him. Um, so that was probably my low for sure. Um, and then my hero is honestly, I'm going to say the Red Bull pit team, because there were some incredible pits this race, um, including some potentially, um scandalous pits with max deciding to pit just ahead of perez um which almost caused a traffic jam but didn't because the red bull team is absolutely insane at pitting um and i walked away really impressed by them as i usually am but in all aspects like i think it just goes to show that there's so many reliant gears in the machine of an f1 team between the driver the principal and the paddock and the garage like there's just so yeah. many things that have to go right in order for you to succeed and to win and for first stop and to win nine times in a row now tying for the most straight wins in a single season with Vettel um I just think it goes to show that it's a really big reflection on their success yeah 
Uh, my high was that I think that Liam Lawson had a really good weekend. I love when a rookie performs really well. Him overtaking Max, I think that was the only time someone's done that all season, which is super impressive, even if it didn't last very long. Like, that's that's a notch in the belt. Um, my low was Logie Sarge. He had such a good weekend, and it wasn't even his fault that it, he crashed coming out. That being said, like, he's he's got to stop crashing the car. I know that this wasn't his fault, but, like, damn um my other low was that i feel like the stewards are out to get yuki yeah that's fair that's a fair takeaway my hero was alex albon dude just williams as a whole had a really good weekend even despite like the logan Sargent incident he got so much out of his tires like he kept the pace up in the williams definitely i think that he's one of the most underrated drivers right now like he is pushing that car i know the williams has made improvements obviously logan Sargent's like coming into it as well but Alex Albon impressed the fuck out of me last weekend. And so did the Liam Lawson kid. Like, it's as much as everyone loves Daniel Ricardo and he sells tickets and whatever he puts asses in seats. I'm starting to wonder if he just is having this fall, this unfortunate fall from grace. Yeah, no, it does seem it's it's unfortunate. It's a really unfortunate circumstance and it is kind of it's almost cringy in an aspect, right? Like he gets bumped down to third seat and then he gets moved to Alphatari and then he breaks his head. It's just like, it's all not a good look when it should be all, you know, the, all the hype around it is telling us that he was going to come back and be this amazing driver. And now it's just really, it's almost like he he keeps getting hit. It's just not even that for me. Like even the races that he was in, you're going to tell me this rookie is going to come in here and get more out of the car than you were yeah. able to in three races Yeah, in, in his first F1 race. Like, Not a good look. I'm sorry. Sure. I love Daniel Ricciardo. I am. I am a Daniel Ricciardo diehard, but you could not let a rookie come in there and get more out of that car in one race than you were able to in a few weeks. I'm sorry. You just can't. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's a really good takeaway. As much as I love him and fans love him and he puts asses in seats, it's just it, it would be if Doug Peterson's kid made the 53-man roster yeah. for me. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I get that he sells tickets and everybody wants to watch Daniel Ricardo race at the Circuit of the Americas and in Vegas, but I I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 food for thought, for sure. Definitely. Um, all right, so it's Ferrari weekend. What are your predictions, takeaways, thoughts for this weekend? My first thoughts are the Ferrari Monza throwback uniforms are trash. I hate them. Trash. I hate them. And I it also hate is them. giving me bad vibes going into the weekend. And I'm yes. But you know what? I'm gonna be realistic this week because last week I came on the pod and I put Charles at P1 and then he had this weekend. So I'm not gonna take responsibility for that. I'm going to say my hope is that Ferrari finishes the race. I hope Charles finishes the race and I hope he gets points and that's it. Okay. Um, Are you proud of me? I have Carlos on my podium. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, I appreciate that because it is a Ferrari point nonetheless, but I'm currently out on Charles right or I'm out on Carlos right now. Um, but maybe I'll get back in. I don't know. But right, yes, I appreciate that. My podium, I have Max, Lewis, and Lando. Absolutely, totally random. But I really hope that in this last week, Mercedes can figure out whatever communication issues are going on. I have George. 
Um, yeah. So I think that, that I think they can get, I think either one of them can get it out of the car. Um, and I'm just a Lando diehard. So I'd like to see him podium again. That would make me happy. I would also like to see him podium again, but I think that Mer- I think that McLaren's going through something at the moment. So yeah. I have Max, Carlos, and George on my podium. I think that's a good podium. So those are my predictions for this weekend. I want to see a good race. My question for you is, do you believe in the Monza curse? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm a big curse advocate. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Um... Listen, I just hope that it doesn't, and it's not a Ferrari issue. This That's literally, I, and I'm sorry to like any other team, but I hope it's any other team, but Ferrari this week. Yeah. Um, obviously, I hope nobody gets hurt or anything like that, <laughs> but I think something's going to go wrong. I just saw um, your tweet of the week. Yeah. My tweet of the week, we'll go into it. So we're in yeah. Monza for Italy. <laughs> Um, and Tyler, if you could impose, just throw up this image or one of them. There's oh many. my God. Um, they are treating Charles as they should. I want that um, poster for my wall. And they have edited him as the Pope and Jesus, um, and very other, various other religious figures. And that leads me into a story I wanted to tell, um, after our draft. We ain't fucking, we if about... the Charles Leclerc poster ain't on the wall. <laughs> We talked about uh, getting sick on flights. And when I flew to Italy for the first time a couple of years ago, I took melatonin for the first time and I took way too much melatonin and I got really sick on my flight to Italy. I got all disoriented. Um, I was in, in and out of the bathroom. We finally landed um, and I was still getting sick in the airport bathroom. And I came out and I asked my mom why there were so many nuns and priests everywhere. And she was like, because we're in the Vatican, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, why I didn't realize like no normal here? people lived there. No, like normal people live there. But I it, thought in there weren't any normal city, people. Yeah. In this city, it was just like in the Vatican church. City, there are it's people that work for the church and in the church. It's only like a couple hundred hundred people. But anyway, yeah. So that was my tweet of the week. Kendra, what'd you got? I'm going with only one thing that I have written down just because I don't feel like dealing with the other. <laughs> what the fuck is Matthew Judon on? I don't... Matthew Judon... That was crazy. Tweet, I don't know was... how I saw this, but I saw this and it was wild. If you didn't see that Matthew Judon from the Patriots tweeted the other day basically blaming Ariana Grande for Mac Miller's death, you have to live under a rock because Tyler saw it. And I just want to say, first of all, that's so out of pocket. Second of all, how are you going to blame someone's significant other for their overdose? And third of all, just why? It's such a curveball. It's so unnecessary and so unclassy. Like, why? And listen, I'm not saying, like, I'm a huge Ariana Grande fan. I'm actually not. But, like, that's so out of pocket to do to someone, like... Even if you have no following, that's a that's a wild take. Wild take. Um, my tea party this week is. Oh my god! That was so funny. Dude, I can't. I saw with this, this video. Too. I can't. If you don't know who John Summit and Alex Earl are, John Summit is one of like the cutest, dorkiest DJs in the world. He's super popular, and Alex Earl is like the sweetheart of TikTok. And 
there's a video of John Summit and Alex Earl talking at the Inter Milan game, and she is just so clearly not having it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so bad. good because I love I love Summy, but this is a terrible look. Tyler, were you triggered? Because it did radiate big Tyler energy. Oh, like it, yeah, you, it's massive, massive Tyler. And yeah, that's that's me. He's so me for real. That was Tyler when we met for the first time. If anyone it was, looking was for an image. Yeah. so good. And he, just like the slow motion that he put into it, too. Like, I love the Riz. So good. The funniest right, Haley, part is he it? looked pleased with himself afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He was so like he looked yup, so happy I with himself. That. He was like, I it's like I just that. I just smashed. I that. hope I go into my life with the confidence of Sully. Like Sully, that was so good. Um, my tea is a little bit dark, a little bit light. Um, if you watch YouTube at all, or you're into like you know, online content, a big thing that has been coming out in the last decade or so is this concept of family vlogging. Um, these people that vlog basically every moment of their kid's life from their birth to their first day of school to et cetera, et cetera. Um, and similarly to when child actors started in the film industry, uh, there's not a lot of laws and regulations to keeping these kids safe and keeping them protected uh not only from the money that they make off these videos but also just the exposure that they get online um without their consent really so uh there is a youtube channel out in utah that has been very problematic um they are called eight passengers and yesterday or two days ago now um the mother of that family and her co-host of a parenting counseling channel um were arrested on uh, accusations of child abuse, which is super obviously terrible and sad, but it is um, confirmed that the kids involved in that situation are now in safe hands and they're safe and out of there. Um, but it's something to just keep an eye on kind of as we go through our social media world and just as content creators and things like that. Uh, definitely not a good look for the whole family vlogging space. I'm really against that whole thing, to be honest. Me too. I'm super against family it. Family vlogging is so cringy. It's really toxic and it's really popular. It's like, detrimental if you're to, this, to your kids too. If you're listening to this and you're like, this is stupid. Like, why are they bringing this up? Like, you would think that like no one would watch this kind of stuff, but there are millions of viewers on these channels and a, and a there lot are of probably kids watch all, it too. Yeah. It's... So. And you never know who's watching your channel, dude. Like, you just don't. Yeah. Um, good takeaway, Haley. Um, any other thoughts before we get into Tyler's segment? Nope. Nope. All right. So if you are new here, this is Tyler's segment of the show where we read him his horoscope and tell him what the moon is doing to him today. Still unhappy with the moon that it wasn't. Moon actually is blue. not in a great space, as we discussed earlier. Kendra can probably give you more insight to it than I am, but Tyler, your horoscope today says that we share an agenda and that oh. we should ask each other for advice on our revenge plots. Wow. I love wow, that. That's energy. dramatic. I love that. Is that because the moon's blue? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's because Probably. it's it's an intense it's an intense full moon. It's an angry mm-hmm. one. Angry. angry moon. Angry boy. 
<laughs> it says when your needs aren't met, you become a wild animal trapped in a zoo of a love zoo. <laughs> Jesus. That's a good one. You said it says you feel like never ending drama right now. Wow. There's a lot of drama going on. It wants me to ask how you're reacting to jealousy at the moment. Oh no, I'm not a huge jealous guy. Okay. Swag. Swag. Yeah. T. Um, also Haley, it says water moons like you and Haley D. Love hair braiding, quiet drives in the countryside, curling your toes under your leg, and long distance trips. Those what are a water moon. There's no that water kind moon. of makes us sound like we're dating and I kinda live. Because Tyler's the third wheel on this show. I duh. know. That was that what was a, a very moon? romantic. No explain what a water moon is? Different signs have different meanings. So like and water signs are like Pisces. Haley and I have she has a Pisces moon. I have a Scorpio moon. Those are water signs. Cancer is the other water sign. So we have a water moon. You let's you're an Aries sun, right? No, I'm are a you a fire? Gemini? No, are you a Gemini? Aries. You're an Aries. Yeah, so you're a fire sign. Is there am I can I be the avatar? Sure, go for it. Nice. The master of all four elements. Water but Haley and I do like all of those things, except I don't get the toe curling thing. No, that's nation. weird. I don't like that one at all. <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> I think I'm not gonna say that out loud. Never mind. You know what I was gonna say. <laughs> Does anybody have clothing closing? No, a clothing? long episode. I apologize. We won't go so into college football next week. Yeah. Um. I my closing thought is I just want to say my thoughts and prayers are with the families of the victims of the Jacksonville shooting. I am so disgusted with I don't I I I'm sick to my stomach like I can't even talk about I can't I can't but I my thoughts and prayers are with you guys. I know Haley wants to echo that point. Um but we love you guys. Keep on sipping. We'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves. Love you guys. Love you guys. Have a good week.